0: In this episode, I break down how to get a massive audience on Instagram in the shortest amount of time. In fact, I sit down with my good friend and media advisor, Dean Aguilar, uh, who has millions of followers across so many different social media platforms, is doing everything from being an entrepreneur, running a media agency to being an actor in Hollywood. And he talks about how do you actually gain a massive audience on Instagram? How do you do it the easy way? How do you do it the difficult way? What are the things that people uh, do organically? What are the things that people do to write a check? How do you work with celebrities? How do you work with influencers? What are the things that you should not do? How people get scammed? How do the bots work? How do your accounts get shadow banned? How do you actually take this audience? How do you actually become more famous? How do you actually use the tools that you have today to build a massive audience on social media, and have it benefit you so that you can uh, build a brand, generate leads, serve more clients, and at the end of the day, get your mission and your message out there. This is a very special episode. It's very tactical. We're going to cover a lot of things, and if you have any interest in understanding how people grow massive audiences on social media today, you'd be shocked, surprised, and even excited with today's episode, and it all starts right now. Today, we're gonna talk about everything related to growth, 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 growth. Everybody wants to grow. Grow, not when I say grow, not another six inches, Dean, (laughs) but to grow as in how do you grow your audience specifically on the social media platforms? Because for, let's face it, man, we have had clients who have, who are really, really uh, good at what they do coaches, consultants, authors, speakers, uh, you know, uh, great service providers in their marketplaces. When we have suddenly, when you and your team have suddenly helped them grow in their audience base, suddenly everybody takes notice. Suddenly they get interviewed uh, on their local TV shows. Suddenly they get invited to speak on podcasts. Suddenly they get invited to be in mastermind groups or to, uh, to be on panels. And suddenly, not, yesterday they had 2000 followers and they were great today they have 12,000 and now they are completely recognized and I think that there is a there's a reason for that and there's a reason getting getting on stage as you always call it is a really powerful thing right so I want to dedicate today to really talking about and busting the myths around like how do you grow on these social media platforms, specifically like the 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 one the cool ones for now which are uh, let's use like Instagram and maybe a little bit of TikTok. but if you can, whatever applies to Instagram applies to most of the other stuff for
1: sure.
0: Um, so, so before we, before we start off on any of this stuff, like are, when you like, what comes to your mind, like, is there something that comes to your mind or an objection that comes up or things that you talk about with folks all the time when it comes to like, when they say growth is, is yeah, there-
1: yeah, let's talk about that. Cause I think the, the number one thing that we get is, well, I don't care about the followers, right? Or what is followers going to do for me? You know, yeah. blah, 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 right? Those, those are typically the thing. And I mean, and the short answer is as is, is much as, I, I think it's just so funny because with social, the word followers has become such a bad word. Right. And, I, and, I, and I tell everybody, I embrace it. Like, because it's not a bad word. It is, it is literally the currency on social media. Um, especially if it's authentic following, um, anything, anything that you are trying to grow, whether it's a business or you're, you're trying to gain notoriety in a certain field has to have eyes, right? period. Um, and the only way to do that is you've got to be literally the top one, one, one percent of whatever it is that you do. And you're so damn good that everybody wants, even though you may not be on social at all, right? which is not everybody or even as as shitty as this is gonna sound, but even the most mediocre person can outperform, out outmake, out everything, someone that is at the top one percent because they got a bigger audience. Yeah. Period. Totally. That's totally. it. Right. So the number one thing that we get is, well, it's not about the followers. And I'm like, it, it absolutely is. The more eyes you have, the the bigger your voice is. Period. Yeah.
0: Totally. You know, and um, I've never shared this analogy with you and I'll kind of tease it for now and we can come back to this one. Um, I think of this game like it's Woodstock, right? You have 15 stages. Stage three is Dean Aguilar. Stage four is Tony Robbins. Stage seven is Sharon. If you're not on one of the stage 15 stages. Well, I'm sorry. Like you're not getting anybody to watch your show. No, that year. Right. And, and when I think about like how we grow follower bases, I think you can use the Woodstock analogy a lot. And the reason I say that is because we're not, we're not saying anything more than, Hey, I want to be at Woodstock. Just being at Woodstock gets me follow, gets me people to my show. Being in the stage next to Tony gets me spill over Uh, you know, uh, audience being, you know, if if Dean is on stage three and says, Hey, I'm going on a break, but go ahead and and watch my buddy Sharon until I come back. That is extreme notoriety, right? And so I think, and within that environment, there's also a water cooler effect of, you see a bigger audience there, you go show up there. You see a smaller audience here. You're like, oh, I'm curious, why is this happening? And when people start talking, like, I think there's a really, that's what social is. It's a big ass Woodstock,
1: Right. right? And, That's and, a good and, analogy. Yep.
0: Yeah. And if you're not on stage, like I think the job of having more followers is not the ego behind it. I think it's think being on stage more so that you can show up and do what you do best. And now if someone likes it, they stick around. If someone doesn't like it, they leave. And welcome to Woodstock, right?
1: Right. So you know what's interesting? So like I'll give you an example. We have a lot of people in our in a real estate space that we're we're close to. And I always use Ryan Serhan as a as a you know. So we, we know people like uh, Josh Rubin and people like that are in the New York market, you know, or that have big ass businesses. Um, and one would argue he, he may know more about New York real estate. The problem is, is Ryan knows how to capture media yeah. and turn it into a big global brand, right? And it doesn't mean that he's better at that one particular thing. It just means that he has way more eyes and way more opportunity.
0: Yeah. And dude, in, in interesting thing is I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to wager this is. Um, I, uh, uh, someone recently who told me, uh, this is secondhand, that someone like a Ryan Serhan told me that close to one third of his business came from just giving out referrals to other, other places. 100%. So people are like, I don't know an agent in Aspen. Let me just contact Ryan's team to ask him. Which is, um, which is like mind-blowingly amazing, right? It really is. Um, So let's talk about, let's talk, I I, I want to break this up into three parts. So we we give people the real stuff here. Part one, how do, in a non-paid way, like how do, let's talk about some ways in which we, someone has an, someone has like, they have an audience on Instagram. They have a few thousand followers, which is a lot, by the way, if you have a few thousand engaged followers, which is a lot. Um, people always forget, can you imagine walking into a room with 3000 people and they get to like, that's a, that's a lot, right? It is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and how does, what are the first few things? Uh, maybe we'll talk through what we tell people that we do consulting days with, what are the first few things that you like to get them to do?
1: Um, I think it's something that most of them are not comfortable doing, which is treating their social media like a huge asset. Um, hmm. so here's what I mean by that is. It it is, it is, it is almost like owning a business. It is almost like, so like you want referrals for your business, right? Yeah. Usually the postcards or anything is contact me and here's my email and blah, blah, blah. I sold this and all of that stuff. You send all that marketing shit out there. Well, the problem is, is no one uses the free stuff, which is driving their current audience and the things that they're already doing to social, right? where they can go deeper in the relationship that they already have with you and solidify how good you are. And it's solidified day after day after day, because it's more consistent than spending money on flyers four times a month. It's more consistent on spending ads. It is way more consistent. So the one thing that most people have um, problems with is, well, I don't want to tell everybody to go follow me and this, that, and the other. And I was like, man, I, you know, cause we have, I have a real estate business, right. For those who are, I know we're going to, you know, replay this. Um, you know, all of my agents literally from every hot lead, and it's not even a client, bro. It's every hot lead that you have a relationship with. They have to go on your IG. Like it is part of the script. Oh wow! Like that's how we sold the first year I started doing this was two years ago. And you remember this. 22 deals came from IG. Like we were able to track from DMs that it came 22 deals from my individual agents. Now they're ranging from 25 to 35 who were who wanted to take this a run because that's something that they do normally. Um, 22 deals. That's, that's well over $300,000 in commissions here yeah. in San Diego. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the next year was 46. 46, 47 deals. And it's because I, we obviously grew my audience and, and we went deeper into social. Right. Um, and it is part of the thing. So anyway, it's a long way of me saying you have to treat that as just as important as creating ads or sending out a postcard. It, it is the way that you're going to go deeper and, and the best way for free with your, with the consumer.
0: So, so this is interesting. Why like, what's the mindset block around? Like, why do people why do people not give social media the attention that it could it should probably deserve? But they they're like, oh, I'll post tomorrow, or I share this tomorrow. I don't know if I want to do this. Like, wh- what? Why? Do, why? Why is that?
1: There's two reasons. Um, the first reason is, well, I don't have really anything to say. There, you know, I I don't know what to say. Who's going to listen to me? You know, I use the analogy all the time. Well, Sharon, myself, Gary V, Tony Robbins, honestly, you can pick any soundbite you want. And I guarantee you at some point, there's some same shit happening in the conversation, yeah. right? Because we've all heard it from somewhere and made it into our own. And I think people have a block with, well, who's going to listen to me? That's, that's the first thing. The second thing that I get that I see all the time is they don't want to be vulnerable. Well, I have my kids on there. Great. <laughs> it's like That's my answer is fantastic. So people are going to get to know you well. I don't really want them to know that I ski and you know do all. I'm like, oh, how the fuck are they going to work with you? Like, I mean, you just want to be a stiff suit. And like they expect because you sold 300 homes or, you know, $3,000 worth of this product on e whatever it is, That that's what's going to win them over. It's not. It's relationship. That's the only reason why people work with each other, right? And so their block is, well, I'm a little worried on becoming vulnerable or showing another side to me and any of this stuff. So for me, what I've seen is usually two things. It's I don't have a voice and who's going to listen to me and I don't want to be vulnerable. I want to stay in my lane and do the same shit as the other 32,000 people in my marketplace does.
0: I I, I couldn't agree with you more. I actually think that, you know, if you layer that on into the, the, the serious economics of this stuff, right? why do people take their ads, Facebook ads, seriously? Why do people take their media buying seriously? Why do people take their, you know, print or digital media advertising seriously? Why do people take their lead generation spend seriously? Because they pay. And when you pay, you pay attention. And 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 it makes it, you're like, well, crap, I'm paying for this, so I should take this seriously, right? 100%. And, and th- I think that's number one. And I, but I think the, what people don't realize is something that I learned without knowing. I learned that uh, and I'll use the I'll use I'll use social, the social exa- uh, social media example where, when the audience started to grow, I felt deeper accountability to showing up every day. Yes. Right. And I think we that had this was this conversation.
1: You remember it was like.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. I was like, there's three hundred thousand people on one platform that have chosen to manually look at my profile, click number one. Read something, click number two, click follow, click number three, and still keep me on their feet. click number I un- unfollow people all the time. Yeah. and I feel like, well, if there's three hundred thousand people for you, like over a million people at this time of this recording, I feel a responsibility to show up every day. otherwise, I get like that's crazy.
1: yeah.
0: Um, and so so the, the, people also don't realize, let's talk about transferring audiences very quickly. and I think that it's probably the lowest hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I'd say the fastest way to drive more engaged audience, engaged following engagement, just more love into your current social media platform is by literally telling people in from other platforms to follow you on call it Instagram. So I remember when we ran like a email marketing campaign, literally saying, Hey, go follow me on Instagram. I started a new account and everyone thinks, I think that's where the creativity is lost, right? They say, Well, I can only write so many emails that say, go follow me on Instagram. Like I think there is after that, it is like, hey, I just did this post um, on the four ways to win in today's market, go check this out. And then hopefully they go read that and they're like, oh crap, I'm not following Sharon, so I will. Or, hey, I just did this IGTV or I did this IG Live with Dean. It breaks down the three ways to stay productive. Click here to go look at it. Now you don't transfer your audience by just like, when I tell people transferring audiences, they think that, hey, go, you're telling people from one audience to follow you on the other. I don't think you are. You're, you're telling them to consume your content on a different platform. And I think when they do that, they start to, one, the algorithm will show them more of the stuff if they're not following you, yeah. which is a win. And two, that will organically get them to go follow. And I think that follower, I hate to call it, like that subscriber, that follower is the best follower because they already 100%. know you.
1: 100%, they're, it's already in your network. They've opted in. You, you wanna, okay, so do you remember, do you remember, and, and look, I, I know that, you know, we've had many conversations of, as we were growing, it was like the struggle to, to do so much content because we're on every platform, you know, we're, we're religious on this stuff. But do you remember when we made access exclusive to you, but only on Instagram Live? Yep. Do you remember when you were doing those things and the only way that they could get that piece of learning for that 45 minutes or whatever it was, was they had to go to your live.
0: Well, it was, I remember this vividly. It was actually, we actually did this recently too. When we did our four week MBA, I taught the whole four week MBA, uh, like two weeks out of it only on Instagram live. So the email would go out saying, Hey, I'm teaching 9 AM to 9 30 AM. This four week MBA it's week three. You can catch it live on Instagram uh, at 9 AM and I can answer questions or it'll be on my feed live for 24 hours. Then it's going to disappear. Yep. And, and people came on live at the time. 100%. I remember I was on there. It was it
1: was the best thing ever, man. And we, you were able to bring people on, you know, and all that through the lives. The reason why I bring that up is because people don't realize that you can promote that to your email. I mean, all of us have huge email lists. I don't care if you've been in any amount of business, you know, over length of time in any of the business, you have some kind of email list, right? And usually they're close people that are close to you or, or whatnot. But um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that if you're going to drive someone, you can do it consistently without pissing them off if you're driving them something to do it that is very exclusive to the platform that you're driving them to. Yeah. They can only get it there. Uh great, you know, both IG and TikTok have, you know, we looked at it. One of our one of our good friends that we're in conversation with right now is he's got almost seven million followers on TikTok and he has entire series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right? He doesn't have that following in IG, but he transferred it from his community texting platform, which he has just like us. Right. He has an email list. He has his IG. He drives everyone to his saga series, which literally is where his main platform is, right? right. And it, it's, it's no different. IG has the same thing with IGTVs and series and all that stuff that you can do or live if you're going to go consistently at the same time. But that's personally what I would do is I would drive them to the platform of your choosing, knowing that you know, knowing that that's the only place that they're gonna go. So, yes. you know, if if our good friend Glenda Baker wanted to do tips from the Porsche, and it was only available on IG or only available on TikTok, well, that shit becomes very interesting very quickly because you know you're already gonna have your audience on Facebook, but now they they gotta go follow you on TikTok. tock yeah. they gotta watch it there, you know, well, or so, whatever it is.
0: So this is really good, right? So we first talked about hey, the the way you grow more is being more vulnerable, showing up more, just consistency of being there. So consistency of content, algorithm likes you, so you kind of build some organic growth that way because it shows you to more people. Number two is, uh, and by the way, like I don't think people realize this, if you want to truly see the power of a social media platform, this is what you should do. You should go unfollow everybody that you're following right now. Just unfollow and follow like 10 people, and then just wait the the algorithm will recommend who you should follow and they're all your past your friends yeah and like that's what people don't realize is like when i realized what was important i was like oh wait a minute this is amazing like both facebook and instagram are recommending people to me who i already know
1: yep it's it you're absolutely right if you go right now on your feed on instagram right on the what they've added, and I don't know how recent this is, but I noticed the other day. I noticed it. I forgot to share with you that on the very bottom, it's almost that very fine print. Is it says because you follow this person, we recommend you follow this.
0: Totally, person. I've seen it. Yeah, totally.
1: And that caught my attention. I was like, holy shit! They're showing me you know this person because I follow Gary Vee, or they're showing me this because I follow. Dude, it's, Linda. it's
0: it's like Netflix because you watched Sopranos here is game of thrones, right? It's yeah. insane.
1: Yeah. Right. It, it's pretty interesting because if you start to build an audience because you follow Sharon, we recommend, or because you follow Gary V let's follow Sharon. Cause you know, now you're showing up in the algorithm a lot.
0: Yeah. Which is awesome. So, so you've got, you've got that and the organic stuff there, you've got the transferring of, uh, kind of like, telling people to go transferring audiences between platforms, which is really powerful. What, like, I want to put this baby to rest. What about this hashtag stuff? Like there is, <laughs> there is like, Hey, the seven hashtags everybody needs yeah. and like you, I'm going to use hashtags to suddenly get a million followers.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, uh, look, it, it's, it, it was something, you know, probably like 2015, 16, um, there was some validity to that. There, there was obviously an, an enormous amount, you know, when the, when the platform was a lot newer. Right. Um, now, when you go onto your analytics, you can see how many have come. And, and, you know, I, so right now, Sean, if you go in my stuff, typically you will see, I don't know, 12 to 20,000 likes and 200 comments and all that. But when I go to my analytics out of, you know, unique visits to the platform of over a hundred thousand, which is typically what I get. 134 people came from hashtags. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. It, it is like such an astronomical thing. Now, with that being said, shit, I'll still take the 135 people. But, you know, and and that doesn't mean that they follow you. That just means that that's where the traffic came to view or engage with the content. Um, so I, I just think it's interesting. And, you know, there there is some space to it, but it's not going to produce anything whatsoever.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's what people need to realize is, just think about, you know, please, we would rather you spend um, like, by the way, Dean and I have, have like, we, we studied this a lot, right. We would rather you spend your time creating consistent, congruent content that is in line with who you are and what you do. Uh, than then like, you know, three hours on hashtag research, like literally that is, you know, and, and we,
1: we play that game. We tried well, yeah. like, you know, early on yeah but yeah. It's, it's yeah anyway yeah
0: so just know know that if you think you're going to use hashtags to grow that's that's one thing don't do that um there's a i want to i want to pivot to there's a bunch of companies out there that you and i have actually paid with accounts that we own and gotten burned and gotten yeah. one, one and, and even done fine uh many companies will say that hey will help you grow on Instagram. And this is a one-to-one strategy. And if you push them, they'll say this is a follow-unfollow strategy. A lot of times they won't tell you that, but that's what this is. So um, do you want to talk a little bit about like the, that and, how, and what and your thoughts around it?
1: Yeah, it'll kill your account. So essentially there's a number of, look, bi- there are big businesses and money to be made with these um, with these companies that offer third-party software and promises, right? Um, a couple of different ways is actually just having a software that is all um, like they may have a million, a million followers, plus 2 million followers, plus that are just bots that they throw to you. All right, here are all these people. Sometimes they have a profile pic. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they have zero followers. Some are actually half decent where they got a couple of pictures up, you know, whatever, but um, those are all fake ghost accounts. So that's one way. The other way is kind of in between an authentic person and not, Um, But it'll also, because the algorithm will pick it up, will also get your account banned, which is the follow-unfollow, which essentially you're giving someone access to jump into your account and go and follow 10,000 people with the understanding that out of those 10,000 people, 1,000 will probably follow you back, right? And then once they follow you back, the 10,000 people that you followed, that service will go and unfollow all of those ten thousand to bring you right back down yeah. to your original mark. Yeah. The problem is, is Instagram picks up on that immediately. They didn't used to. This used to be a lot bigger of a game, um, but there has been multiple or um, algorithm shifts that have not only shut the those third party services down, um, which they're still finding ways to, by the way, yeah, to, to get through um, because they're, <laughs> those those guys are smart. Um, but it also banned accounts, big accounts, verified accounts.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: banned them completely.
0: Yeah. So just so if you are going to hire a company to do, um, by the way, and, and you know, uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell everybody the story of a couple of stories. Story number one is. If someone comes to you and says, like, you get a direct message on Instagram, and that's their favorite way to sell stuff, by the way, you get a direct message on Instagram that says, "Hey, I can get you. We have we have great uh, attraction in our accounts. We we say do entrepreneur memes. We can get you good business followers." And they'll say things like this. This is the dead giveaway. Ten um, thousand USA. <laughs> like they'll say ten thousand USA. Like you know right away. Like no one says that's not normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. but. Yeah. But do you remember one guy totally passed all the smell test for us? Oh, for
1: sure. It was vetted. We
0: gave him one of the accounts, one of the pages that we own, cause you and I were not a hundred percent sure. Yep. And he delivered on the followers, but
1: yeah, they were all, he did what he didn't. they were, they were all fake and they all disappeared.
0: And we wired him money on PayPal. And that like, Dean and I don't like, we know the stuff and we still fell for it. Yeah. Cause he talked a big game.
1: It's hard. It's hard to uh, you know, when you're, when you, especially when you get referrals, you know, from other people um, sometimes in that business, it's very shady. So people go rogue and, and go bad, you know, just, it, it just, it, it's, it's just a weird black market for IG and Instagram uh, for TikTok and all these places, you know, that offer those third party software, but. Um, It happened to us and we, the smartest thing that we ever did is we didn't test it on our personal accounts. Yeah. We, we use another account that we had that, you know, really, we we didn't care too much of that we had, but still ruining account, you know, because again, Instagram will pick it up and they know that you're trying to do something shady. So they'll suppress your entire content.
0: Well, talking about Instagram, picking it up. Let's talk about one more thing, which is um, you and I got invited to a lot of the stuff and we've stayed away from it. Engagement pods. Um, Oh Yeah super interesting and so the high level and i'll give the high level around it and maybe you can talk to it the high level around it is uh you get a group of say i think instagram dm are like 30 people that are of similar following size especially uh you put yourself all in an, in an instagram direct message thread and every time someone posts they go into the thread and say i just posted And then everybody in the thread has this responsibility to go like, and comment in that, on that post. And they kind of like, I scratch my back, you scratch yours type thing. And they think that that is an interesting way to grow for like we get, Dean and I get hit up on this often with there's a lot of um, what, what we call verified engagement. There's are verified accounts. Yep. Yeah. So like, if you like, you know, if there's 30 people there and Dean posts something and then you have, the first thirty comments are verified comments. You would think that it's more legit because it's not a, it's not you know it's not it's they're not gaming the system. But you have to realize that uh, Instagram does like it's not raw user generated content. Yes, it's 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 manufactured kind of engagement, right? So what are your thoughts on it, and and what's your feeling around the engagement pods?
1: Yeah, you know, so it's a it's a, obviously a very very gray area. Um, I, I don't personally like taking the risk. Um, it's, it's one of those things where, okay. So when we talk about algorithm and people getting banned and, and, you know, sweeps of algorithm, look, it's, it's, that's exactly what it is. Right. Instagram is a huge, huge corporation that has great software developers and they understand any anomalies that are in, in, uh, usage. Right. And so when you have the same people going over and over again, yeah, it may, um, it may be okay because they're like, oh, well, they know each other. That's fine. But if you have the same people commenting the word cool or great, that shit's fake, yeah, right? Yeah. So I guess first step is make sure that the pod is legit, legit. The second thing that people don't know, that I know from our good friends at different agencies, you know, like International Loops and all of these agencies that we know, is they will no longer communicate on DM Correct. for Instagram. Yeah. Because Instagram monitors your DMs. Yeah. so if you are if you are actually talking about violations to their terms of agreement, they will know about it. And all of the partners that we have for our you know celebrity stuff um, will will take it offline. They'll take it to text or they'll take it to WhatsApp. Yeah, um, so anyway, bottom line is is it's not you don't want that uh, just because it's too much of a risk for your account. But it's not, it, it, honestly, it's not entirely bad as well. Like there's there's that real gray area. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, totally. And if you actually use it, like, um, you know, if you actually use it thoughtfully, it actually can work. Meaning uh, if Dean and I and five other friends are on a pod and we like message each other and then it just so happens and Dean sees the DM at 2, 2 p.m. I see it at 4 p.m. Someone else sees it at 8 p.m someone else sees it the next day. And and then there's some thoughtful comments around it by the time that post has already gotten other comments. And so you get some engagement, which is not, a, which is not a, which is not a bad idea. Um, so, uh, but, but this comes, this brings us full circle to the idea of, okay, I've got some, I got to make some content. I got to be vulnerable. I got to you know, I, I, I'll transfer some audience from email. I'll, you know, the awesome. I'll do some hashtags. I show up every day. I'm still not growing, Mm -hmm. right? And and I'd say we get celebrity clients that come to us and say, "Oh, hundred
1: percent, yeah, they don't."
0: Yeah, surprisingly
1: enough, they you know they got the star power, but they don't know what they're doing.
0: Right, and and for, for 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 people that think that only we want to grow, like only the average, only the average Joe and Sharon wants to grow, you're wrong. Like we have we have big names that want to grow their accounts because they're using each other. Exactly because yeah. because they're people they realize the power of being in Woodstock, they yes. realize having their stage like literally they they realize being in Woodstock is the game, so let's talk about that uh, I want to break down this this uh promotion model, mm-hmm. which is done really well on Instagram, and in fact Instagram has semi endorsed it yeah that, it, that, it's, that it's okay because it's not you know they actually allow it and then uh, we had like the Jenners wanting to get off the platform because they didn't want to do that anymore. And Instagram kept them on and things like that. Uh, you have paid promotions and things like that, you know, that like Cristiano Ronaldo does, but let's talk through this promotion. Like there is this, we, we call it promotions or giveaways and it's where one celebrity or influencer, uh, by, by way of ethical bribe yeah, transfers, Attempts to transfer his or engaged audience to you—that's um, the kind of premise of it all. Do you kind of want to walk through how this process works, and then we can talk about the money around it?
1: Hundred percent. Okay, so uh, an influencer or celebrity of your choosing, right? Um, will will essentially announce a giveaway. There's usually a contract with some kind of agency, like ours or our partners. Um, and it lays out the terms of agreements on what the influencer is going to deliver. And what that means is they're most likely going to post twice on their on their feed and post two to three times on their Instagram stories. And all they're doing is within a span of three days is they're promoting a giveaway. And I've seen them as large as giving away S, you know, S, what is it? The p 100s like $100,000 Teslas. Uh, for the big ones, all the way down to just, you know, cash, small cash or whatever. Um, and the way that it is, is Sharon gets on, he's an influencer, says, hey, I'm going to give away, you know, I'm going to give away tomorrow at 12 o'clock, there's a countdown timer, you know, stay tuned um, on how to enter to win. When the win. When the time comes, the way that you enter the win is you go and follow everyone that Sharan is following. Typically, the influencer will clean out His follower list. So if he's following 50 people, he cleans it out and he adds all the people who wanted to pay to get in to receive the followers. Um, That instruction is go follow everybody that I'm following and then just comment done on this post, which is the announcement post. Um, Someone clicks onto their followers and it's literally two seconds follow, 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 follow. It's a blue button all the way down. Simple. Now, what becomes exciting is typically as an agency, because of the metrics around how many followers they have and what their typical engagement is per post, you can, you can typically get a range of what the deliverables would be. You know, So someone big like the Kardashians, like Kylie was like, fuck, man. It was, you remember that one that was a lady that owned a, yeah. So she paid 30 grand to be in Kylie Jenner's, but she owned a online beauty service, yeah. which totally made sense. 300 plus thousand followers, okay? Targeting. Her, for her, every it was worth every bit of it because obviously, you know, Kylie and her makeup business. Um, but that's in a matter of three days, three days, you know, but Kylie was giving away like 50,000 cash and seven Birkin bags. Right. So it was attractive, a lot of entrance. Right. Now the only thing with those that you have to keep in mind, you know, is in any business we spend money on ads, you know, and and this is very much like a forced registration, right. Cause people are essentially want to win. So they're, 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 you know, they're bribing them to, to go and follow. And there's typically a 20 to 25% drop off as soon as the giveaway is over. Right. So there's, there should be some expectations around that. Now, the cool thing is, is when the dust settles, what we tell our clients is, it may take 30 days for your platform to get back to normal, but you've now weeded out the people who didn't want to be there. And if you did a good job with your content, you've kept the people who are just going to con- probably continue to stay with you.
0: That is the key, what you just said. Yes, You know, you can't, you got on on a stage on Woodstock, you were the featured show on stage 10, 100,000 people came to your stage, 20,000, 25,000 after the first three songs didn't like it and they booted, 75,000 stayed, and you kept playing and you were great, so they kept staying. That's it. And that's amazing.
1: Those are the ones who buy your album.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what you want. Right. right. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it's it's the cleanest, most efficient, efficient way, fastest way to grow the audience. You know, a lot of people get worried about um, the type of people. You don't have control of that. You know, I think one of the things is when we always talk to folks is you have to understand it's a nationwide audience. It is U.S. domestic. We sell international ones. You know that because we've had some international folks at our clients. Um, but it is us domestic, but you may get, you know, people from that are 16 to 80. It just depends. You have no control on who follows JLo. You know what I mean? Um, but the beauty is, is what it will do is it will help your engagement. So when you do post locally, you're more likely with higher engagement on your platforms. I and mean, that's, that's a one basic thing that people don't understand is the higher your engagement. Instagram just wants to push out your stuff. Why do you think, you know, like if you're on TikTok, why do you think Charlie and Addison and all that, you know, yeah, they got followers, but Instagram or TikTok is just blasting it out because their engagement is through the roof. And that's why they're increasing new ones because it's organically following up. Now, if they were, you know, they didn't have any um, engagement, then they wouldn't have that kind of attention.
0: Right. Right. And and so, so let's talk about that for a second. So a, a lot of times, people will get hit up on instagram direct message we get hit up on instagram direct message where different agencies want to sell us this promotion or giveaway and they'll say hey we have three hot giveaways it's four thousand dollars for you know ten thousand followers Mm -hmm. um, reply and i can give you details and things like that and a lot of times people i i've seen you tell people hey no you shouldn't (laughs) do this because this is not the right uh influencer for you no
1: you have, you have to pick it, right? The, the, so the good, this, I'm glad we're talking about this. This is, it's, you can come close. And what I mean by that is demographic of who you want. So, you know, if you have an influencer that is predominantly has a female audience of 85% and they're all between 25 and 40 to some people that might be worth it. Others have a very male dominated macho, whatever, depending on the influencer depending on what you're doing. If you're into, you know, into fitness or you got a supplement line or whatever, that may be good for you. Right. But are you going to be able to like have, and, and, you know, again, if we, we go back to like real estate, I don't care who's out there. There isn't a real estate person other than maybe a Grant Cardone that I can think of that has millions of followers that is going to generate, you know, uh, that kind of audience to you. And even if they did, those folks aren't doing giveaways. Right. They're too busy making billions in real estate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's the thing is, is you you won't be able to find someone exactly who sells napkins that you've knitted, you know, whatever, you know, and, and that's the, you know, you don't, you're not going to find that kind of influencer. Right. Right. It's just, so you just have to come as close as you can. And it's just pairing up the demographics and, and using the right company that has those demographics.
0: Yeah, so I have two questions for you on this one and I'll I'll post one to you and then I'll talk about a story on the other. The first one to you is, well, sometimes we'll get folks that have a very local business, right? So they are, uh, let's say, um, you know, in Phoenix, Arizona and they are the number one roofing company in Phoenix. They're going nowhere outside of Phoenix, Arizona as a number one roofing company. And they say, well, should I grow my audience? I'm not gonna get, um, you know, I'm not gonna get, uh, you know, the, uh, I'm not, I, I sell in Phoenix and kind of give me your, give me your kind of response to that.
1: So I think it's, it's small thinking now. I think I, I'll I'll have to use a Ryan here. a Sirhan thing. Okay. I'll give you,
0: I'll give you a better analogy. People don't know this. There's this guy named Danny Wang, Danny Wang. You guys should all follow Danny Wang. I've never met Danny Wang. I don't know Danny Wang from Adam. Danny Wang is probably one of my favorite Instagram accounts to follow. He is a general contractor in Orange County, California.
1: Oh, he does the flips, right?
0: The ones that- you He has watch? hundreds of thousands of followers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Around the world, right? And all he does is before and after shots. That's all he does. Right. Right. And like transformation. I got it this way. Here are three pictures. Here's the after. Isn't
1: he loves that guy,
0: right? Oh my gosh, my wife eats him up. Like it's I,
1: I remember this story. I remember this story. But yeah. Danny Wang
0: has got followers from everywhere in the world. And because of that, do you think he is accounted more engaged and he's getting more he's getting referral business? Of course. Of course he is. Of course he is. You
1: yeah. know, and, and 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 for anyone that's an entrepreneur that may not want to just stay in one lane, you're thinking small. You're thinking, yeah, great, Tupelo, Mississippi, that's where you sell homes, great, that's great. But what happens if the market goes to shit and you're out of real estate? Now you want to build your brand and other things, you're going to wish that you had a online presence that is ships nationwide or worldwide, right? Right. Um and it's the same thing. I was going to use the Ryan Serhan um analogy. I always use this one. Is it imagine if he went to whatever it was, HDTV or whatever that does his Bravo his show, Bravo, right? And he says, "Hey, you know, it's cool. Thank you so much for giving me a worldwide platform, but I just want you to show this show only in New York because that's where I sell homes. That shit's stupid because he's basically saying, I'm going to give you all this attention. However, I only want the attention in New York. Don't worry about showing it to the rest of the world.
0: Right, right, right. And and, and, and let, let, let's let give people like something really specific, right? Hey, if you want some, if you want, there's a difference between a brand and a and lead generation. If you yeah. want to build a brand, let's talk about you that. Want, you want as many eyeballs on your stuff. You want uh, you want to be on stage at Woodstock. You want to be you want to get people to get to know you. You want to become a household name. You want to like why does everybody in the country know Ryan Serhant on real estate? Why like if you're in the real estate game? Why because Ryan wants that. He can now open a team a a brokerage anywhere anywhere in the world that he wants now you may not want to do that but uh, having that brand and that cloud is amazing because it allows you to open doors to do some really powerful things if you want to do lead generation that's why these platforms have really good lead generation so you can say you can run an ad for roofing people that own homes in phoenix arizona and drive them to a squeeze page those are your leads and if they and all you have to do is basically say if they uh engage with your lead retarget them on instagram and now when they look at you on instagram they see your insane brand for and sure. and i think that i you know um i wrote this down i'll i'll actually pull this up while we're talking yep. i wrote this down and I, I call this uh there's many new rules for selling in the new world and um and, and people don't like people forget these rules, and I think these rules are really, re- re- like they're really important. And, and let me tell you what these, I, I call them these unspoken truths, right? I'll actually walk you through these five unspoken truths that I wrote, and, and Dean, I've never actually shared this with you before. Okay. Unspoken truth number one, people are always connected, but not always engaged, right? That's what the phone is. So our job in creating cool content, our job in creating better hooks, our job in creating more entertainment is to create better content and stay in front of them. Because just because we post once, it's not good enough. They may be connected, but they're not engaged all the time. So you have to stay, you know, you have to keep, that's why you, you, you always meet them when they're ready. That's unspoken truth. Number one, unspoken truth. Number two, with all the access that people have today, people love to buy, but hate to be sold. Yep. They love to buy. People want to buy. People are browsing to spend money. Like people are happy. They are trigger hungry on their credit card on their Apple pays. They are happy to buy. They just hate to be sold. And the way you get them to buy is by just being familiar and having a bigger brand. And do you think that if there were two brands out there and you looked them up, one had 3000 ish fans and followers, one had 30,000 and both were selling ceiling fans and you were doing research, who would you prefer? Mm -hmm. always the one with the 30,000 more because you're like, hey, more people trust them, right? For sure. It's it's amazing. Unspoken truth number three, a great pitch doesn't deliver a sale, but lots of tiny touches compels them to buy. For sure. Right? So you're not just going to show up and say, la-da, buy my Tesla. You're going to say, Hey, I got something cool. Hey, I got a Tesla. Hey, did you check out my ad? Hey, I got a Tesla. Tesla's red, Tesla's black. Like you're doing so many of those. And yep. as they see more and more, they're part of your story. They're part of your life. And I think that's super important. Un- tr- unspoken truth number four, a great experience is rewarded by more than a sale. It's rewarded by review and more purchases. Like people today than 10 hundred years ago when they buy something, they are committed to that brand. Like Mm -hmm. now when they buy something from you or they engage with you, even when they engage with you, they're like, Oh, I follow Dean. You should follow Dean. Like people will tell other people to follow you. That's insane. By the way, if you think about that, I'll give you the last one. Unspoken truth. Number five, the journey, this is my most important truth, by the way, the journey starts on a casual platform, but ends on a trusted platform. Let me tell you what that means. It starts, on TikTok, It starts on LinkedIn. It starts on, on a Facebook live. It starts on a casual Twitter like platform. But as they connect with you on those platforms, now they're like they comment on your post. Maybe they'll send you a direct message. Maybe they'll answer a poll. Once they do that, now you engage in direct message. And now they're like, Oh, cool. They sign up to your email list. Once they sign up for your email list, they get a bunch of emails. They reply to one of your emails that they click on a thing on an offer. They go to a website, they buy something, they buy on a trusted platform but they connect on a casual platform. And people always forget, they just want to like be on social and get someone to pay them $30,000. They don't realize that you have to introduce yourself on a casual platform, but all the touches are what get you to the more trusted platform. And that's why we're saying the more, the more more you're on stage at Woodstock, the better your chance of getting a Grammy. Literally that's all we're saying. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So so, Dean, um, it, when, when there is a, uh, I'll finish up with this, right? Like a lot of people talk about like the, well, uh, he bought followers. She bought followers. There's like this, this, this stigma around this buying of followers. But I think that that started in a like, I don't think the, the newer breed of people are saying that I think the people that say that he bought or she bought followers are the, are from like eight years ago. Right. And the ones that bought bots, right the ones yeah. that bought and and today that's a little different when someone how do you kind of like how do you respond to that
1: so it's your just okay couple ways first of all, if you don't think that your favorite celebrities even like there's a lot, and you and I both know that behind the scenes, there's a lot of transferring of audiences happening right um and so everyone is looking for ways to grow an audience. The cool thing is, is as you, as you purchase, you know, um, like if you're on a giveaway or stuff like that, what you will notice over time is you will warm them up and you will organically start to grow. So you and I talked about this because this is what happened to me, which is I spent probably, I don't even know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars we've already spent, you know, to to get to 1.4 million um, but we stopped that a few months back. And when we noticed is we were still gaining by the thousands and it's because you now have a brand new set of eyes that are having, you know, it's helping your algorithm, it's helping all this stuff. So there is something to be said about, um, growing your audience in that way, but also knowing that there is a way to organically reach more people. It's a snowball effect, you know, uh, Addison and, and Charlie, they started to grow, right? They got whether they pay for it or not, which they didn't, it was just a snowball effect. Once new eyes were able to see what they were doing. The key there though, is making sure that your engagement and your content is good. Um, If they're, if they're engaging with you, you engage back, you know, that type of stuff. Um, But there is, you know, it's, it's fine. People can say that, but that is how you kick. It's like, well, you didn't, You didn't get that sale from a referral. You paid for that lead. Yes.
0: I did. (laughs) But you, but you, but you sold them, you converted them, you gave them. I
1: sold them. I converted them. I kept them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: I sold them. I converted them. I kept them yet. We all pay for shit. Like we all pay for attention or money or sales. It's, it's natural, you know, other than the referrals, which is the best, but that's just like saying, "Hey, I, I hope you know hashtags work for organic reach." You know, yeah. it's few and far between on social.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is no different than um, Brad Pitt going on Conan to promote his that's it. that's his movie. It, it, there's it, there's no difference, and it, you know, I, there's I, there's got to be a I scratch my back, you scratch I you scratch you know you scratch mine. Tit for tat with all these people everywhere. You know the Hollywood scene more than I do, but yes. I am going to guarantee that it's no different than paying to be um, on to get on a book tour. It's no different than paying to get. I, I know people that 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 pay to get on these um, CEO lists and top CEOs in the country. I I I don't fault people at all, right? Sometimes I know a lot of our our partners. Sometimes will say think clients will say something like, "Hey." Um, I want to, I want to promote my brand and I want to get on uh, entrepreneur magazine or things like that. You're like, it's really hard to do, but we'll pitch you like, we'll pitch you. We'll keep pitching your story. If they bite of the story, they, there may be a paid spot somewhere because entrepreneur magazine wants to make money too. And so right. there may be a paid spot somewhere, but you are paying to get attention. And right. all we're saying is, Hey, if you're worth the attention, pay more for sure pay, pay pay more if you're a really good musician and you want attention pay away like you will be on you'll be on like you know, you'll be the next drummer for def leppard if you pay <laughs> to get attention like that guy only has one hand By the way, i know way. i was just gonna go there too <laughs> <laughs> but but, but i want to i want to just clean up the cl- the rhetoric around this which is no one nothing is for free meaning you may pay to get 10,000 followers, but, and 3,000 may leave right away. Maybe all we've had clients, by the way, and I will not name names. We've had clients that want to have grown their, their um, audiences. We've helped them grow. We coached them on content. They did not follow our directions. They got 10, 12,000 new followers and they lost almost all of them. Yep. And I will tell you, while it hurts me when that happens, it also proves to me that this is real. For sure. Right? This is real. And it shows me that, Hey, I followed you, you're a bunch of crap. I'm out. And For I sure. think that's exactly what you want because that means that the next time they follow somebody and they stay, they're accepting wanting to be there. And I think that's really powerful, right? Yeah. Um, and it's no different than a lead unsubscribing to your emails. So I think it's the same exact thing. Yep.
1: That's it. Yeah. That's all it is, man. I mean, we always use that saying is, you know, bringing we, we can put you on stage, but you can't perform. You know, you have to perform. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's that's just it. If your content is if you're boring or your content is terrible, then doesn't matter if I had, you know, the president of the United States endorsing you. Everyone's going to leave if your shit sucks. <laughs> it's it's the, it's fact. I mean, that, yeah. that's all that is. Right.
0: There are two things that, um, you know, uh, uh, Dean, The your agency, the agency is doing right now. Uh, one is kind of uh, audience attention growth strategy, right? So, yeah, yeah. which has been, hey, not every promotion is right for everybody. Let's do it okay. right for you, which I yeah. think is one. And the second is um, getting, getting entrepreneurs featured in the press. Yep. but with all the press contacts and network that you build, like pitching individual stories sure. and getting individual mentions, individual features done in lots of viral publications, those are two big things that um, you know we're working on for the client. So if you wanna if you wanna get a hold of Dean, I'd say the easiest way is probably find Dean on Instagram, uh, Dean Aguilar on Instagram, and just send him a DM and say, Hey, I heard you on the podcast with Sharon. Want to talk about audience growth, or want to talk about getting featured in the press. And uh, you know, if you, if you tell Dean, you heard him on the podcast, he may, uh, he may cut you a deal or something. (laughs) Or charge you more. Or charge you more, exactly. All right. Well, Hey man, I can't, I can't thank you enough for, um, for, for being on. this is great, man. I
1: appreciate this. This is stuff I love, you know?
0: Yeah. And uh, by the way, like guys, just, just know we are in the attention economy. And so the more attention you get for the good stuff that you do, um, the more you can get your good stuff out to the world. So go out there, crush it some more. Talk to you soon. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's show dot com.